This is a show about getting spooked for fun, and neither one of the hosts are associated with the attractions discussed in any way, except for those skeletons in Devin's closet. Some topics may go from ghoulish to ghastly, so viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to The Great American Scream. My name is Kevin Perdurer, and today on Defunct Land, we're going to talk about the amazing, the amazing build of Walt Disney's greatest rival. That's right, it's Spooky Island, as portrayed in the 2003 film Scoobert Do. Hello, and welcome to the Great American Scream. It's me, Kevin Perdurer, and I've taken over. <laughs> this God, his voice is like. It's like a sweet dulcet tone and it's it's like it's not yeah, expressive so but like, it doesn't need to be <laughs> yeah also he did turn down the voice modulation yes uh, he did a few episodes in <laughs> it used to be intense i liked the intensity honestly this is actually not an episode about spooky island as portrayed <clears throat> in the 2003 film scuba do it's actually uh just it's a defunct land it, episode. the thing about the, the voice modulation is that did kind of make me feel like i was about to be in a saw trap <laughs> it also it, it both made me feel like maybe he was brad pitt oh okay also that was the cover maybe it was a runescape tutorial from 2008 <laughs> where it's all text-to-speech that yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah hello and welcome that kind of thing <laughs> yeah sure anyway hi hi <laughs> Uh, welcome, welcome back to the Great American Scream. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm Devin. Uh, and today uh, we're taking a little bit of an interesting uh, break from form. Interesting uh, is one way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> based off of a one-off joke we made two episodes ago. In case you're wondering how far in advance uh, I decide what the episode topic's going to uh, be. Yeah. Um, sometimes I don't even know what we're going to be talking about until I walk in here, and I wrote the dig dang thing. <laughs> yeah. To be clear, I never know what the episode's <laughs> going to be about until we step into this booth. Um. So the the legacy of the live action 2002 Scooby Doo film. Almost it's a, too it's large to fathom. It's a lot. Like, yeah. incredible cast. A script that was originally rated R and then got toned down by Warner Brothers. One so, of the greatest crimes. Yeah. Of um, the 21st century. And I'm, <laughs> as I was about to say, an off color joke, and I'm not going to say it anymore. <laughs> Uh, uh, queer crises and sexual awakenings for everybody, everywhere. Including the cast and the characters. (laughs) Just everyone. Uh, The fact that Tim Curry was supposed to play the villain until he Uh, found out that Scrappy-Doo was in the movie and then decided he didn't want to do it anymore. (laughs) And to be fair, Mr. Bean is giving Tim Curry in the entire film. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You could tell it was written for Tim Curry. Yeah. Um, Not that Rowan Atkinson doesn't kill it, because he does. Um, it's really weird that you referred to him as a character name, <laughs> but I don't think anything of this film left such a big mark on horror <laughs> and theme park fans specifically or theme park fans specifically a spooky Island. Cause let me tell you, I don't know how many of y'all operate in theme park circles, but so I'm in the universal annual pass holders, Facebook group, even though I'm no longer an annual pass holder. Wow. Um, and every four days, I'm in mean, there incognito. Uh, every four days, somebody posts the same exact meme, which is a picture of that overhead shot of Spooky Island with the caption, like 
like if you want Universal to make Spooky Island real or whatever. Oh and my like God. it's every four days. Hey guys, a much better <laughs> meme is man, this pandemic sucks. Just wish I could go back. And it's a picture of Spooky Island. Yeah, that's much funnier. Yeah. Um and Spooky Island has always like that's I mean, it's kind of the perfect place for me personally. Uh it's kind of a combination of all the things that I really love yeah, and cherish it was and actually, value. It, it's kind of created for you, Adam yeah. O'Connell, as yeah. a theme park and an experience. Yeah, and I another thing that I love and cherish uh, and value in my life is like deep dive, like theme park information videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that it might be fun to okay so i'm gonna tell you where this outline started and i'm gonna tell you where this outline ended up the original plan for this episode was to present everybody like a fake travel guide on spooky island outlining the attractions and amenities and entertainment options but what it turned into was me doing like a matt pat film theory style frame by frame to map out exactly (laughs) what we see of spooky island and what's there what you're saying is my joke intro could have been one of three different things. A defunct land intro, mm-hmm. a Matt Pat film theory video, or a DFP Disney food vlog. Yeah, intro. it could have been it's gonna be a combination of all three of those things. Um it's because because I went back and I watched the movie and I watched the deleted scenes, I looked at the concept art, some expanded lore research, information about the filming location, as well as my like general knowledge about the theme park industry, uh, to map out uh, not only what we already know and see of Spooky Island and its amenities and attractions, um, but perhaps filling in some of the gaps and uh coming up with And laying uh, out some, a plan for yeah, our some, eventual construction of a spooky island. Some pitches and and a comprehensive travel plan for you. Um, And, okay, so if you haven't seen the live-action Scooby-Doo movie, I'm sorry that you were were born after 2002. Um, But here are some context. Uh, In this perfect film, uh, Mystery Inc. is called to Spooky Island, which is a horror-themed, like, resort and theme park uh, by the park's owner, Emil Mondavarius. Incredible Uh, name. Yeah, I know. It's really good. Uh, Some college students on their spring break have either gone missing or started acting really weird after they left the island. Um, And he wants Mystery Inc. to figure out what's going on. And of course, the twist is that later it's revealed that Montevarius is actually a robot piloted by Scrappy-Doo set out on taking uh, revenge on Mystery Inc. for kicking him out by weaponizing the monsters that are native to Spooky Island in order to steal souls and enslave all humanity. Okay, okay, okay. I know this isn't what we're talking about, but pause Mm -hmm. the podcast. When you read that synopsis, Scrappy-Doo's inclusion is kind of genius. Like, it sucks that he's in the film because he sucks very bad and everybody Mm -hmm. hates him, including me, because he's a little, I hate him. But I hate him as much as Andy Samberg hates Seth Meyers' dog, Frisbee. That's how much I hate (laughs) Scrappy-Doo. And I I hate him so much. But the idea of writing a film in which Scrappy-Doo is the secret villain contained within a beloved character actor, Tim Curry, and then is revealed to have like wanted to get back at them for kicking him out because everybody hated him and he's a mm-hmm. little stinker who everybody hates is genius. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, it's 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 funny despite the Scrappy Doo's inclusion. And yeah, then it's, it's like it's funny, but it sucks. Scrappy didn't build Spooky Island. Like he ki- he he kidnapped <laughs> the real Emil Mondavarius. That would have been a long con. Right, but right. Uh, he kidnapped the real the real Emil Mondavarius and put him in a hole. You know um, what the play was. You know what the play should have been but, is. Uh, 
uh, Mr. Bean plays Mondavarius as controlled by Scrappy Doo, mm-hmm. but then Tim Curry plays the original oh, Mondavarius. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is almost the most research I've ever done for an episode, uh, despite the fact that as a child, I watched this movie without exaggeration almost every day. Uh, I was obsessed with this movie. Me and my neighbors, like our, our idea of playtime is we used to just act out the movie. That um, was our activity. Do you want, I, I feel like a lot of the times in this podcast, we have moments where you and I kind of reveal um, the reasons why we are friends and why we get along so well. Yeah. Uh, and one of, like, did you have a TV that that had a, like, VCR and you played it on VHS? Um, I don't think I ever had it on VHS. Uh, so you maybe have it on, like, I, DVD? I remember having it on DVD. I might have had it on VHS. So, like, Adam's version of this is watching <laughs> Monsters, Inc., the movie, uh, Monsters, Inc. the movie is now what it's called. And uh, every single day and then acting it out with friends. My version of this is I had a little TV with a built-in VCR with no cable in my room. And I had no friends. So I would sit in my room and watch the Crocodile Hunter movie every single day on VHS. (laughs) Just as a little illuminating thing of why Adam is the way he is and why I am the way I am. Yeah. So I want to start out, we're going to start off with the basics, kind of outlining what Spooky Island is and also where it is, because they never say in the movie where Spooky Island is. It's actually in Toledo, it's, in Ohio. <laughs> it's just, an, we know where they have to fly to get there. Okay, I'm going to break this out. So, <laughs> it's an island so, in Lake George, actually. <laughs> so it's not only a horror-themed resort, uh, but it seems to have this cool, this very specific niche aesthetic going on where it's like kind of faux Polynesian kind of this horror tiki kind of aesthetic going on yeah it's focused on mythology and it's not like a like a a horror movie park it's not slashers it's not bloody or gory it's focused on like mythology and monsters which is cool in a a really weird way it seems actually incredibly genuine like like if you're so if you're to go to this theme park, you would be worried that this was an island inhabited by an indigenous population, which was then, you know, wiped clean and replaced with this like facsimile. But what it seems like in the film is that it, it was a, it was a island inhabited by monsters. Yeah, and and that a company came in and said, let's build a theme park and do kitschy like faux Polynesian stuff, which is, you know, kind of problematic, mm-hmm. but also let's have a theming around the monster denizens of this, yeah. this island and kind of pay homage to the monsters that made this island possible. Yeah, honestly, the art direction is pretty killer. Like, the the design concept is very good and very consistent throughout the movie. Yeah, it's camp, um, but it's, like, good. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, all camp is good. You can quote me on that, but like yeah, I agree. it's it's consistently intentionally camp in a way that only early 2000s films could be. Yeah. So from what we see in the movie, Spooky Island looks like it's this it's like an all inclusive resort. It's a sandals. Um, yeah. There seems to be no clear line between the hotel, the beach and the amusement park. It's all just kind of one thing. And we frequently see guests like drinking, getting food without paying for anything. Uh, so I have to think that it's just kind of like a resort fee and that everything gets included. I yeah. could be wrong, but um, this would also imply hmm. that it is very expensive. Um, but 
one of the biggest thing that we see that they talk about in the movie is that this is a popular spring break spot for college students. And that seems to be, without exaggeration, 100% of the clientele. We see no oh, old people. Sure. We see no children. We see no families. Every single person we see at this resort is an attractive 20-something. Which I, I guess maybe it's a kind of, one, it could be that this is just a dark perversion of Scrappy-Doo and he has changed the clientele. It could also be that this is a kind of uh, all-night grad, uh, anti-drunk driving type thing okay. where, where like, colleges all pitched in to, to have this island resort where college kids could go so that they didn't, like, do drugs and and get into get into frat fights yeah you know? and it it is spring break when we see it in the film or at least i think it is which does make me yeah. wonder if they Maybe it's either just spring break say, all the other people stay away okay that's 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 a yeah that's a fair assessment either that or it offers a very like heavily discounted spring break rate or they're not open year round it's quite possible that they're seasonal would you expect, uh, this is such a stupid podcast, I hate it so much, I can't believe I'm thinking really seriously about this. It just occurred to me, because I was about to genuinely ask you a question about this fictional theme park. No, I want to know. Ask me. It's, uh, we would assume that it's somewhere in the, in the like, in the tropics. Well, yes, the, this is my next thing. So it's got to be year-round. It's got to be year-round. Well, okay, that's, yes. It also, because now I want to talk about where it is. Um, okay. Because we know a couple of things. A, it's got to be somewhere where the drinking age is eighteen. Right. So we know it is not. Oh, within... right. They do get they do get smashed in this film. Yeah, and and Mystery Inc. are not supposed to be teenagers in this. At right. least I don't this think they are. This is after they broke up. Yeah. This after is what, they, three it's years, a couple years later. So they're either yeah. like college age or just out of college or something. Um, yeah. I mean, they but... all look. To be clear, they all look thirty-five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, it's got to be somewhere where the drinking age is 18 because you can't have like a spring break kind of college resort and like right. only have people who are drinking age want to go there. Um, so but the real the place where it was filmed, the real spooky island, quote, real spooky island is a place called Tangaluma Island Resort. Uh, it's a resort on the west side of Morton Island in Queensland, Australia, about 75 okay. minutes from Brisbane. That uh, makes sense. The island should have guessed. You should have guessed that it was well, in Australia or no, New Zealand no, no, no. just because of the filming. No, no, no here's the thing. Oh, oh my God. I don't okay. think it's, I do not think Spooky Island's in Australia for a couple of reasons. Oh, no, 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 no. The fictional, the Spooky oh, Island okay, that okay, we will okay. build will be on the Seychelles because it will, it will be, it will play dual purpose as a tax haven. But yeah. like, yeah. Um. So the reason that I don't think it's in Australia, one, we meet zero Australian characters. We hear nobody with an Australian of accent. Yeah. The owner, Montevarius is English, and most of the employees that we hear talk, we don't hear a lot of employees talk, but most of them that we do hear talk are either Australian or English, except for Zarcos, who is the luchador character, yeah. uh, well, who is he, only there to have a cool fight with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, he's an annual pass holder. <laughs> he comes all the time. He's, no, he works he, there. He works there. Oh, he's an employee. Yeah, he okay. works there. Cause okay, so that you know the the bald guy with the tattoos. His name is Naguto Una. Uh, he uh -huh. who's like the performer. He introduces him as like another employee. Um, okay, yeah. He, uh, and since they're both working for Scrap, like they, they're both working for Scrappy, they're both villains. So it's unclear if they were hired when Scrappy like took over, or if they were theme park employees that were duped into doing evil by Scrappy disguised as Mondavarius. Uh. I think it's the first. I although yeah. I like the second option 
But it totally makes sense for the park to hire a D-list celebrity to try and bring guests Whoa. in. Okay, okay, put some respect on Zarkos's name. <laughs> Don't call oh. him a D-list celebrity. Because they even introduce him. Because the way he they introduce Zarkos, they go like, "You may recognize him from Telemundo, the famous masked wrestler." As in, like they have to explain to this crowd who he is. <laughs> yeah, but also, way to not narrow it down. <laughs> I'm sure people who watch Telemundo would 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 have a kind of list of masked luchador yeah. luchadors that they would recognize. I uh, I like the idea that Scrappy <laughs> took over <laughs> and that the two of them, uh, Naguta, what is his name? Naguta Una, Naguta Una and Zarcos were working with Scrappy for years. They're his right and left hand man, mm-hmm. and when Scrappy took over. He was like, and also, here are two new managers that I'm bringing to Spooky <laughs> Island. Uh, I hired them off of Angel List. Yeah, so list? Anyway. that's number one. I don't think it's an Australian. Angie's not, not, List. Why did yeah, I think it was like, Angel's what? List? <laughs> that's reason number one. I don't think it's an Australia. Not the, the, the Zarko stuff. That was a tangent. But the fact that we don't hear, we don't see any Australians. Yeah, two. I think it's definitely Commonwealth, though. Because we That's have, like, think. a British guy, yeah. Yeah, so we see Mystery Inc. fly there over the ocean, so we know... Okay, so that narrows out, that narrows it down to everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Hello, interesting. Spooky Island, from we see in that shot, has its own private charter flight called Spooky Air. Like, we see the shot, and it says Spooky Air on the outside, um, but it doesn't go directly to the resort because when the when the characters arrive there, they arrive by boat. We see them get off a boat onto a right. boat dock. Um, also, that plane is whack. It has a bar that you can just get up and go to. <laughs> right, 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 right. But I, that that tracks to me. A lot of like a, a lot of resorts will have charter. They will have planes that work that are just a regular airline flight, mm-hmm. but just that they only use like three planes that are painted to say spooky air they like have a deal with okay delta or mm. american or whatever that tracks to me okay so uh you know take one off this the movie sin counter and <laughs> go back um also most of the I, I actually think all of the guests that we hear talk are american it's, college it's a partnership students. with virgin it's a partnership with okay virgin. that Absolutely. totally makes sense it's a virgin airline yeah that flight. totally makes sense um but yeah all the guests that we hear talk are american college students um, who okay. likely would not be able to afford the flight to Australia on top right. of what they're already paying to be at this all-inclusive resort. Would you um, not assume that the all-inclusive would include airfare? for Right, a, exactly. For a, because, yeah. and we don't assume that because when that guy comes to ask Shaggy and Scooby if they'll come and solve the mystery, he says, oh, we're providing your airfare, your hotel, and all you can eat, which implies that airfare is not included in the normal price. <laughs> no, I would say that that was just a way to, we oh, all know, yeah, that Shaggy is a, is a, is a bit, he's very frugal. And he doesn't like to spend money. And so this guy was like, it's an all-inclusive. But, like, if I just tell them that we're doing more, like, we're doing extra than we would do for regular guests, which is not true. This Mm -hmm. is the same thing that every guest of Spooky Island gets. But he's like, if I say that we're, like, sweetening it up, I'm getting a call from Millbrook. (laughs) I I think it's that lady asking about my car insurance. (laughs) That's funny that you say that, too, because as as I was going back and watching this movie, um... When he says that at like, uh, oh, because we're going to pay you $10,000 to solve this mystery, uh, which, right. wow. 
Um, but uh, Shaggy goes, <laughs> Shaggy goes, it's just that materialism's not really our bag, man, which is such a good line. <laughs> it is such a good line. I, uh, I have such a crush on I, Matthew I Lillard in this movie. I, I have such a crush on Matthew Lillard, period. Yeah, period. See, I, I just tripped over my tongue because I got a little heated. <laughs> He's so uh, perfect. I, uh, the fact that you and Brucker have over the past two weeks made me watch the two films that have possibly like the greatest one-liners and like dialogue of all time yeah. is really, it's, I, it's, uh, so, wait, okay. $10,000 is not that much money for- In 2002 I, money. Oh, wait, okay. Pause the podcast. Okay, yeah, wait. Like inflation, inflation calculator. Inflation calculator, 2002. Value of $2,002 today. $10,000. This is going to make us feel old. Yeah. Is worth fourteen thousand dollars. Wow. Almost fifteen thousand dollars. That's, that's insane. A, nice. That's insane. I wonder if Mr. Inc. usually charges that much. Probably it's not. not. Uh, um, but also, like, how many of them are there? There are four humans and one dog. Yeah. So that's like two thousand dollars a person slash dog. That's pretty good. That's one month of rent here. Yeah. <laughs> so my best guess is that Spooky Island is probably somewhere in the Bahamas on like maybe a small island off of Great Exuma or something. That and the makes planes, sense. The planes fly guests to Great Exuma and then take them by boat to the resort because I don't like, think the island's big enough to land planes on. Right. It's like right off of St. Thomas or like St. Kittis or something. That's got to, yeah, it's got to make sense. Um, so I want to go through some of the locations that we see and know about in the movie. Okay. Um, there is are several like rides, restaurants, places, et cetera, that we either see or we hear about in the film or in the script or deleted scenes. Um, and we know there's three basic main areas of the resort. There's the hotel, which has a pool, bars, lounges, restaurants, et cetera. Uh, the amusement park, which also has a midway and the beach. Um, Midways are always the cheapest theming to do. Yeah. Whenever I go to a theme park and I see a midway, I'm like, meh. <laughs> oh, darn. Um. We know there's a boat dock, which is how they arrive on the island. And we also know that there is a tram that looks like how people get around the resort. That is a cut scene. It is not in the original. Like, I don't know why they cut it because, again, <laughs> great dialogue. Because, again, every single inch of film that they shot should have been included in the movie because it's yeah. all pure gold. Um, okay. So there is some backstory that we know about the park, allegedly. That, that's what Nagutu Una tells us. Uh, the, bar, the park was built 10 years ago, with the movie coming out in 2002, making Spooky Island's opening year in 1992, which makes sense. That tracks. Right. That tracks. When did, wasn't that, when did Euro Disney open? I think later. 1992. So this is, oh. this is interesting that they would open at a kind of dip. In theme parks. Yeah. You know, kind of mm -hmm. a competitor to yeah. Euro Disney. Um, and also, side note, we can infer that Scrappy has been running the park for at least a couple of months now, as when they find the real Mondavarius at the end of the movie, he has long hair and a beard. Okay. Um, well, it's, hair it's, usually grows at about 0.5 inches a month. So if you want to. Oh, you wanna, okay. So he's been in there for a while. Pixel by pixel. <laughs> you really want to do it. Um, so it's, it's the, it's like, it, it is likely the real Montevarius is the one that opened the park. Imagine um, if it wasn't though, that would be hilarious. What if Scrappy <laughs> Doo built this park 10 years ago and he just kidnapped a dude so that eventually when Mystery Inc. came, he, he would have something, he would have yeah. somebody. He's but, got sock in it. That's why. Right. The implication is that what, three years ago, Mystery Inc. broke up. And yeah. at some point before that, Scrappy Doo got kicked out. 
Yeah. So we're talking about at least three years. It looks like from the flash from the flashback scene, Scrappy got kicked out while they were still in high school. Right, right. So that's probably like four or five years. Yeah. Um, so the island was once home to these native creatures, these demon monsters, uh, mm. until Monvarius built a theme park, which kind of pissed the creatures off. Um, and this is used as like the the backstory for the park. Like even though it's totally true, like they treat it as like the park's fake backstory, um, at least under Scrappy's management. Right. Um, Fascinating. Yeah, we don't know if if before Scrappy took over that they also used it, but that's what Scrappy does. Um, yeah, I like the idea that it didn't actually piss the creatures off. What pissed the creatures off is that Scrappy came in, <laughs> and originally Mondavarius lived like in harmony with the, with yeah, the monsters I mean, of the island. It's also possible that the real Monteverius didn't know about the creatures, that Scrappy I was the one that. who kind of discovered them. Yeah. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of unanswered questions in See, this, and the script is not as rock solid as I remember it being. No, it's, well, how dare you, first of all. Second of all, I think that we need a prequel in which we get a kind of, a kind of, like, uh, fight over, spook, the fight for Spooky Island between Monteverius oh, and Scrappy. Okay. And then Scrappy goes into the tunnels and we get a scene of CGI Scrappy-Doo opening up this big coffin to reveal a monster. And he's like, ah, this is how I win. He he had just gotten defeated by Mondavarius in a big fight with magic powers. That's mm-hmm. We'll explain that all. Yeah. That'll all be fine. This is very cinematic. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so he flees into the caverns below <laughs> below a spooky island and he discovers this... Uh, this this big coffin and he opens it up and he sees a big monster and he says in his in his titular voice in his sorry singular voice mm-hmm. he goes he goes well it seems like you won the battle Mondavarius but I will win the war <laughs> <laughs> and then the big demon monster comes up and it turns out that Mondavarius didn't know jack shit about the monsters, uh, okay. but Scrappy enlisted the monsters to take over Spooky Island <laughs> from Mondavarius. That's my new headcanon. Okay, that's, yes. So so there's a lot of rides that we see. Um, the one that we get the best look at is the Spooky Island Castle Dark Ride, uh, yes. a.k.a. the best scene in this entire right. movie. The precursor to uh, the Hogwarts ride. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple things about this dark ride. One, it is an insanely advanced dark ride a lot of animatronics very long a lot of cool special effects uh and and very nice scenic design it is quote under refurbishment when mr yeah. Yink finds oh. it in the movie um but it looks like it's totally operating so it seems that scrappy and co just closed it to use as a cover-up for their base of operations the most offensive thing scrappy do does in this film take away an e-ticket attraction yeah. from the the guests just but here's to the have thing. a secret base. Here's the, here's the reason why I think that he picked this. It is way out of the way. Like when we first see it, it's up on top of this big hill. And when they're out in front of it, like Daphne and Shaggy and Scooby, there's nothing around them. It's just like tree. There's no other attractions or stores or food. There's not even a bathroom near them. They're way out of the way of the rest of the park. Let me pitch you an idea okay. of why that's true. Mm-hmm. Mondavarius came to this island and discovered a pristine e-ticket attraction. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I will build a theme park. Okay, that, that's another fair guess. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, in any normal theme park, this would be an e-ticket attraction. However, for the clientele of college students, they're probably way more 
interested in all the thrill rides that we see. So it would kind of make sense for the villains to shut this down and not raise too many eyebrows because the college kids aren't going to be looking for the dark ride. Um, okay. Uh, then there is a kind None of, of the real cool college students. All the yeah, cool not, college not, students not are us. looking for are pissed off. Yeah. Um, there's actually kind of a real version of this ride at Warner Brothers Movie World in Australia. Uh, it's called Scooby Doo Spooky Coaster, and the exterior looks exactly like it does in the movie. That's um, incredible. But it loses most of the similarities, and it's on the inside. It's a wild mouse coaster on the inside. It still takes place on Spooky Island. There are some references, um, but it's not a dark ride like it is in in the movie. Um, the cars look exactly the same, though. Those like weird goblin cars. They're Hell the same cars. Yeah. Um, and this is the only attraction we get a really good look at, except for a one-off shot of one of the monsters getting hit by a roller coaster car. Um, and and how in could his we skip in, that? in his character introduction, Mondavarius mentions the world famous Splatterhorn, which is a play on the Matterhorn. So, hell yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna assume that this coaster is pro- maybe the Splatterhorn. There's like two things that could be the Splatterhorn, because um, this brings I love me. That. Yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, I love that so much. The idea of having a world famous theme park that's that cost you millions and millions and millions of dollars, mm -hmm. not just on ride construction, but also on, you know, (laughs) getting rid of these ding 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 demons Mm -hmm. still being like, let's have a parody of a Disney ride here. I have like, this, that note somewhere that like if this were a real place, Disney would be on its ass. Oh, like, Disney, of course. Yeah. Um, so this brings me to the first shot we see of Spooky Island. You know, everybody knows it. It's when that great Outcast song is we playing, yeah. and um, uh, and and we see all the roller coasters. It's the picture that's used in the meme, um, mm-hmm. and we see these absolutely massive attractions over the treetops, like huge attractions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and some intense thrill. Are you looking at it right now? <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll pull it up. Yeah, wait. I okay, I okay, need you to look, look at it for me. To, if you Google Spooky Island, it's like the first thing that comes up. Well, um, I also put in Scooby Doo just in case they thought I meant a different Scooby Doo. Some Spooky of Island. Spooky Island. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Yeah, they're huge. Okay. Change.org petition build Spooky Island. Told you. Let's check how many. 48. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> wait. 50. 67. Why does it uh, do that? 60, okay. 69? People are signing it in real still, time. People are signing it in real time. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. It, it's up to 75. When was it posted? I have no idea. I just, spoiler alert, it was me. I posted it. <laughs> ten, 10 months ago? This is messing with me. <laughs> Change.org, why are you still ticking up? It's now at 83. Whoa. What did I do to get this? Yeah, okay, what? It stopped at 83. Okay. I think it was just like, Lagging? I think Change.org kind of fools you. Okay. And is like, look, people are signing it right now. That was wild. <laughs> I was totally convinced. Okay. Uh, okay. It's at so 83. This, so go vote for that. This picture. Okay. So uh, we definitely see like a, kind of these cable cars that look like skulls or shrunken heads. We see those more right. than once in the movie. Those are definitely it's ver- there. It's very skull heavy. I've got to say, Mondavarius. Yes. Um, on the far left of this, there is this huge mountain with a face carved into it like this cannot be a man-made structure this has to have been something natural on the island that they either found like that or they carved Um, right it's got this like hollywood sign style lettering this is spooky island on top that also was not man-made they just found that yeah this thing is like unrealistically big 
Um, it this also looks insane. like if you look on the side of it, it looks like maybe Spooky Island Castle, the Dark Ride, is on the side of it. Um, this yeah. mountain could also be the Splatterhorn. Right, because uh, it's a mountain in which, you know, it's a like mountain. things could go. Um, I, but we're not we just sure. need to talk more about this. There's a, there's a... I go through every single a, one. Wait, I'm, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, okay, yeah, okay, I'm about okay. to go through every single you one. You t- take us through and I'll comment as the roller coaster enthusiast. Yeah. I will so, comment. Moving to the right, there is this very, very tall roller coaster. It's a wooden coaster, or at least it is a steel coaster made to look like a wooden coaster. A, a la, vertical like, drop. Wooden not, coaster. Not just vertical. It like look at that drop. It's vertical and then there's like a bump. Do you see the bump? Yeah, a dangerous bump. You would go flying off the side. Oh my god. How would um, you I you I mean wouldn't. I have to assume it's steel tracked. Like it's yeah, like the incredible. Like Steel coaster. Vengeance. Is that yeah, what that or, coaster's or, called? Well, no no no. I don't think it's an RMC. This is interesting that you <laughs> <laughs> there I was thinking more like Incredicoaster at California oh, okay. Adventure, which right, is right. just a steel coaster. Like, made to look like a wooden made coaster. to look like a wooden coaster. An RMC is something that started out as a wooden coaster and then was retrofitted to have a steel track that can invert. Uh, okay. I don't think this was ever a wooden coaster. <laughs> uh, um, that's wild. Yeah, and we see this right now, and then also this is the coaster. I think that the monster gets hit by later right. on, um, and also we see in both these shots there's a second coaster in the background that has this large skeleton in the middle. It looks like Sick some demon. kind of single car steel coaster of some kind with a big drop coming out of the skeleton's mouth. Again, yeah, it's very tall. Be like a- a Gershlauer Eurofighter. Yeah. I think. How anybody is getting up to these rides is beyond me. Like, where do you board? <laughs> What's understand. the path design? What's the queue design? Um, Why is there a seemingly a goblin Viking helmet on the right? What is that? Oh, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to get to that one. Um, okay, that's just that's a very important one, yeah. lore wise. So you're in, saving in it between for the end. in between these two coasters, we also see this skull fixture with red eyes. It appears to have two attractions on it. On top of its head, it's like a typical kind of swing ride. Again, how you're getting yeah. up there is beyond me. Uh, and right. then coming out of its eyes appears to be some kind of water ride. Uh, I'm going to assume it's a log flume or a raft ride from the width of the slide. And we see in the shot uh, when it's going, you see a splash down over the trees. Um, so it must be some kind of raft or log flume. Yeah, um, you. Uh, which is interesting because it has you know a spiral, a spiral design. You would assume is like a a dueling body slide or yeah, tube slide. Yeah, but it's too thing. wide it to be a, a body slide, right? And but it has a splash, so like that that says that it's probably a flume. Yeah, you know. Um, this is all very interesting analysis <laughs> from you and I. Yeah. Finally, on the far right, by far the most whack attraction, there's this huge devil head with this opening and closing mouth. And there's like a, you can't see in the, in, in the picture, but it, there's a swing ride of sorts on top. Oh, I see and when it. you, when you, but no, no, when you watch it, when you watch the scene in the movie, it appears to be one of those rides that you lie down in and the cables are like bouncing up and down. Like you're being thrust. It's like a drop, but you're also strapped in laying down. Like I know this is, a movie, but this is so improbable. <laughs> I also just need you called this a devil face, kind of right? Enough. This looks like a level two goblin enemy in an RPG from 1997. Yeah, like it looks like his voice would be like, "Yeah, adventurer." <laughs> like he doesn't. He doesn't. Is so he has two eyes that are like upturned, but it seems like one of the eyes is way higher than the other. It has spiky teeth that don't actually line up. What ride, like, is that just the base for this whack? Swing I think ride? so. Yeah. Or is there something inside of it? No, because the mouth inside opens of it and is cl- an alien 
type spooky attraction. The mouth opens and closes when you watch it in the scene. So like I can't imagine a ride goes through it. Um, on the, the mural in the airport that they pass by, we also see a Ferris wheel in the art. Uh, and what looks to be some other coaster or slide. Uh, and we also see in that mural a uh, coaster going, uh, coaster or train going through the mountain. So that could be Splatterhorn. Right. That's Splatterhorn. Uh, there's also concept art uh, for a swinging pirate ship ride that I don't think made it into the film, but we probably assume that it's there. Yeah. Um, we also know there's a midway, which is visited at least once, uh, twice if you count the the cut scene, the cut tram which scene. Where we, we all get, do. Yeah, we get a much cut. better look at it. Can, um, can you? Okay. Yeah. So I have two different projects I want to do based on this podcast. Okay. And I may cut this out, but I'm, I probably won't. Uh, one, I want to try to get a map drawn of this. Okay. A la Disney mm-hmm. maps. I also would love for you to uh, totally legally. Actually, I can just buy it. Uh, yeah. Put together a director's a tea gas cut of this film <laughs> with all the deleted scenes. With all the inserted. cut scenes. Um, so uh, we we get a better look at the midway in this tram scene, but it seems to be kind of a standard midway with some themed carnival games, a rock climbing wall. Uh, they're selling balloons. We see a ticket booth. There's some like dancers and other performers, fire spinners. There's some people doing like acrobatic combat as in like knife uh, and like knife juggling yeah. and stuff. My dream. My dream job. Yeah, it's very Acrobatic cool. Acrobatic combat. Yeah. And and rip this scene also because it, it features some amazing dialogue from Velma's hot love interest who doesn't get a name in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and also there's a ton of adult lines in this movie that got cut from the movie but are still in this scene because they never made it into the end. Uh, so, yeah, the the I, if the movie's rated PG, all the cut scenes are definitely rated PG-13. All right. So the T-Gas cut, which is going to be called <laughs> Scooby-Doo Unscrapped. Uh <laughs> It's going to be rated R. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to talk about the entertainment offerings now. Again. <laughs> okay. Again. Spooky Island's theming, off the chain. A lot of entertainment value. Uh, we get to see one of the stage shows in the film at the Ring of Fire. We know it's called this because of, guess what? The cut tram scene. They should have kept that in. Um, it's like an outdoor amphitheater standing room with drummers, dancers, this huge fire pit and some pretty cool projection effects. And they seem to be doing like a little lore of Spooky Island show uh, uh, okay. here hosted by yeah. Nagutuna. Una. Um, Those are and- always so hard to do as entertainment staff because you know that most people don't care about the lore of your yeah. theme park. Um, that's, that's rough. And this is a good scene, not only... Uh, do we get the spooky island lore? But we also get one of my other favorite lines of the movie, which is when Velma is interviewing that skeleton performer and she goes, Do you see anything like anything strange you started working here? Any weirdos running around? And the skeleton goes, Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, uh, so yeah, he tells us Laura Spooky Island. We have to assume that this is multiple shows nightly because it's it appears to be only like ten minutes long, uh, and they probably you maybe use the stage for other stuff during the day. Although we do visit it again during the day after the motorcycle chase, and nothing's going on, so maybe this is one of the things that only happens at night. Yeah, um, you would assume that like they're not going to do that show during the day just because the fire and the projection effects yeah. aren't going to work. But you think maybe they do something else. Um, yeah. We also hear a mention of couple, a couple entertainment offerings that we never see, uh, including the electrical torture parade. It's a dead world <laughs> after all, uh, which is uh, a play on two things. The Main Street Electrical Parade slash the Electrical Water Pageant. And it's a small world, uh, both from Disney. Uh, again, Disney would be so on them. their ass if this was real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I mean, to be fair, Disney's on like a kid who has a lemonade stand with like a picture of Mickey on it. Disney's on that kid's yeah. ass. So like, <laughs> um, and I have to imagine that this parade is some kind of regular on land parade through the grounds. Although it's possible that it's a water parade, because uh, it would be nice viewing from the beach. It would be lovely. <laughs> this fictional parade. Um, also, so from what we see, this place employs a ton of performers like yeah, an insane amount every crowd scene that we see is like one third performers it's insane <laughs> so how many people most work of them here. are not paid yeah, most of them are just there it's insane how many people work here there and they're all like nobody's doing and everyone's like atmosphere characters that the only their only job is to like party with guests and talk to them, make sure everybody's having a good time. And there's some dancers and musicians too. Um, and there's these bunnies that appear to be like spooky Island mascots as well. These cool, like porcelain doll head performers, some tiki stuff uh, in the ending scene. The real Montevarius mentions that Scrappy showed up as a casting call for their evil elves. Um, Incredible. There's so many performers. That this kind this of goes park. into my hypothesis that this is a, specifically engineered park for like young adults to go to to kind of stay out of trouble uh-huh. is like it's government subsidized so they're <laughs> able to employ a lot of artists mm-hmm. you know okay. it, it plays double duty yeah uh, and then finally i want to talk about the amenities because you know you have a great day at the theme park and you right. want you, you like if the, the the theme park experience is really fun but then the hotel's crappy then you're not then gonna it's have a bad experience overall right um we but we see a lot of the amenities of Spooky Island. We actually spend way more time in like the hotel and stuff than we do in the actual park. Um, so there's the beach down by the boat dock where people seem to hang out. We see a group playing volleyball there, and there are some like small boats in the water. So we have to assume that you're able to rent boats and stuff. Um, <laughs> you have a very long it's ring. A long. Somebody <laughs> held down that button. Yeah. Um, we also spend a lot of time in the spooky hotel, which is what it's called. I think we could have come up with a better name, gang. You're, the rest of your theming is really good. I don't know why your hotel okay, is just fine. called come spooky up with hotel. Three better ones right now. Uh, hold on. I gotta think. Why do you have a better one than spooky hotel? You think that was perfect? No, I'm not the one who said that it was a bad <laughs> name, Adam. So I'm not um, the one on the spot right now. I would call it. I'm trying to think of like a. I'm trying to think of another Disney, like a Polynesian rip, because that's totally what oh, they yeah. would do. Uh, uh, man. Man, this is a lot of dead air. <laughs> You're so good at improv, Adam. You come up with something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm also, my gears are turning. I'm just saying that, I'm not saying that it's a bad name. I'm saying that Spooky Hotel is kind of like... You're saying we're unpaid people recording a podcast, critiquing it, yeah. and these people are you know, six-figure salaried people whose job it is to come up with interesting branding for these hotels and resorts. Yeah. And maybe I, they're not pulling their way. I'm saying that it sounds like they built it and they were like, oh, shit, we probably got to put something on the map to call the hotel, right? And they were like, that's Spooky Hotel. <laughs> yeah, Spooky. They looked towards the, like, <laughs> the concept art on the wall that said Spooky Island. Yeah. They're like, hotel and uh, Spooky, Spooky Hotel. They were like, yeah. write it down. And it does seem very nice, but it does not seem big enough for the full capacity of the resort, at least what we see of it. So we have to assume that there's either a lot more buildings of the hotel that we don't see, uh, as we only really see the lobby and the lounge area, or there's other hotels in other places. There's spooky hotel, scary hotel, (laughs) ghastly hotel, Um, hotel but spooky. 
we see like a piano bar in the lobby called the Voodoo Doll Lounge. Uh, it's got some like cute themed tiki drinks and this very cool like volcano setup behind the bar. Um, and so from uh, I guess gather some inference from the scene. It seems it's possible that drinks are not included in the resort package, though, as when the bartender gives Velma and her hot love interest drinks, he, he goes on the house. Well, he goes on the house. Nice sweater, which is funny. But uh, he, <laughs> he just says on the house. Um, I don't know what they did to get these free drinks. And as they're tiki drinks, they are quite alcoholic, which we see in another yeah. deleted scene where Velma gets drunk and sings. uh uh, that Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons songs at the piano bar. You just yeah. can't take my eyes off of you. Um, Crime that it got cut. Yeah. It's also possible that it's maybe like a spooky island, like business, business practice that when patrons are sitting at the bar and not drinking or ordering anything, like occasionally give them a free drink to encourage them to open up a tab. Yeah. It could also be, I have been to a few all-inclusive resorts mm-hmm. as a child and I have definitely seen like, a person give a drink to like my dad and be like on the house wink wink because the joke is like you already paid for this oh okay you know? interesting yeah oh, okay and that's you, possible you too. share a chuckle of like ah ha 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 of course ah. it's on the house i paid for this okay <laughs> um uh there's also a gift shop in the lobby and a concierge desk that we see uh it seems like the concierge service is very nice as daphne brings all those bags and she doesn't have to lug them all the way up to the hotel. she's incredibly powerful, yes. Because she's very powerful. Um, we also go into a hallway very quickly during the chase scene. Seems like a very nice hallway. I do wish we saw what the rooms looked like because I feel like that might be where the downfall is. If we're not seeing the rooms, maybe they're okay. not good. Adam gives the hallway 9 out of 10, expecting the rooms to be a solid 4 or 5. Yeah. Um, the Spooky Hotel also has a very lovely pool area with live music and a lot of dancing. No lifeguards to be seen. Um, Not necessary. The live the live music is Sugar Ray, and I am unsure if they're supposed to be Sugar Ray in the context of the film or not. They don't mention it or God, talk I about it. So. <laughs> they're just Every a Every morning there's a halo hanging <laughs> from the corner. Um, we also see the hotel's restaurant, or at least one of them, in the final scene of the film, uh, where Shaggy and Scooby are are hanging out. Uh, and uh, we don't know what the name of this restaurant is. Uh, it's a possible extension of the Voodoo Doll Lounge. Uh, and at the end of the Warner Brothers Movie World ride, we see a place called the Tiki Doll Lounge. So maybe it's that, but yeah. maybe it's also that that's just like something they decided to call the Voodoo Doll Lounge instead. Uh, although, yeah, like what I said before, when they get invited to the spooky... Island, the travel guy specifies that Montevarius is providing air for a hotel and all you can eat. So I do think food is included. Um, yeah. We also see here that Spooky Island has their own brand of like hot peppers. Um, and I think okay. it would be cute that if the hotel to have some like locally sourced foods native to the area that you can get as like a souvenir. I think that's cute. Although uh, you couldn't bring it through customs. I mean, you could. Mm-hmm. You would just have to like declare it. It depends on where you're coming from. But like. That's something that that that's like uh, Bermudan. I mean, it's not the same because it's you don't eat this, but <laughs> Bermuda pink sand. Yeah, it's like a thing okay. you get in Bermuda. Yeah, I have a little bottle of Bermuda pink sand. Yeah, I do too. Um, there's also a outdoor bar slash lounge area uh, somewhere. Uh, on the resort grounds uh, called Dead Mike's. Uh, it seems to be at least with It's a reference to Dead Bob from the <laughs> Renaissance Fair. It seems to be within or at least close to the theme park area um, because when Scooby goes off into the woods, because 
somebody calls him and tells him that there's a bag of hamburgers in the woods for him. Very funny. Uh-huh. Um, he accidentally launches the monster on a palm tree who then gets hit by the roller coaster. So they have to be at least kind of close to the park. Uh, yeah. The place is called Dead Mike's and it possibly turns into a club or dance party at some point during the night because it's where we see that really cool skull disco ball, which I would like to know where that is because I would like to buy it. I would like to purchase okay. it and hang it, it in my home. It would cost you several hundred dollars, but okay. Yeah, but I would like to purchase it and hang it in my home. Um, okay. This is also where the iconic Melvin Dew scene is, Ugh. which is also one of the funniest lines in this movie. That uh, <laughs> This whole film. Melvin Dew. Uh, there also appears to be only one man running this bar, who I can only assume is Dead Mike. <laughs> it's him. <laughs> the, the, the prodigal son. Yeah. Uh, Dead Mike seems to be a fun spot and also has some claw machine games, all with different kind of like themed spooky toys in it. This is where Shaggy wins Mary Jane, a stuffed shrunken head. Um, and naming your love interest for Mary Shaggy Jane. Mary Jane is just inspired. And they do like they put a hat on a hat because when she introduces herself, he goes like, that is my favorite name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, um, camp, but intentional. Yeah. They, so we, they weren't trying to be like tongue in cheek about it. They were like, this character's named weed. And he goes, <laughs> I love weed. Yeah. I love that. It's a stuffed drunken head. I like that all the, the claw machines have themed toys in them because also yeah. Spooky, Spooky Island seems to have no sponsorships or branding. We never see like a Coke sign or like government a, subsidized. This ride is brought to you by McDonald's or whatever. This um, ride was built by Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan. <laughs> um, So that's all that's all the confirmed locations and things that we see in in the movie or in concept art and cutscenes and stuff. Um, I do have one kind of, I think, big, and this is the last thing we'll talk about, big kind uh-huh. of thing they're missing out of, a lot of dead space they're using. Um, okay, kind of a, you're, you're going to do like a shark tank. Yeah, this is what I think they should do next. So <laughs> okay. now that all the monsters are gone... And then the catacombs underneath presumably aren't being used for anything. It would be remiss of Spooky Island management not to create a new upcharge experience where visitors can pay to take a tour of the catacombs, like an adventuring style tour with like rock climbing and hiking and stuff like people would do that and people would would pay for it. Oh, I mean, the way that all inclusives make their money is with excursions that say you pay to leave the resort or do something else. This is definitely one of them. You'd imagine that like boat rental and things like that are also upcharges. Yeah. So like, yeah. Then yeah. you would then you could get the families in because then it's a historical thing. That's the thing I was thinking tour. too, is that they could also turn it into some kind of museum or walkthrough attraction. As in the sequel, we see Mystery Inc. open up like a museum exhibition. Um, and I'm sure they would be more than happy to donate some pieces for a temporary exhibition at Spooky Island since it was the place where they made their big comeback. Yeah, um, you're, I, Adam... <laughs> I was going to save this for the end, but, you know, I love you so much. You're my best friend. I <laughs> I take this very seriously. <laughs> I appreciate how incredibly seriously you took this very important work this episode. Yeah. And I'd just like to commend you now before you, like, kind of wrap it up. Just a really good job all thank, around. Thank you. I, I mean, I did take this very seriously and enjoyed it very much um because also i was thinking like and this is kind of where we'll wrap it up because i was thinking when i researched this i was like somebody has to have done this before and the answer was no they have not this freaking new ground this may be the most research anyone's <laughs> ever done on spooky island <laughs> and um, i can't imagine why yeah <laughs> um so that that's kind of everything that 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 we know and my future ideas for for Spooky Island. 
I really like that. I need to also bring up a great crime uh-huh. uh, that I realized when I went to watch this movie, which is that it has a 31 on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is wrong. Which is a crime. Yeah. Like, like the I would expect that this would be like a 31 critic score and like an 87 <laughs> audience score. But no, it's a 39 audience score, which I'm going to say it was just before its time. You know, yeah, it the broke many grounds. Consensus is though Lillard is uncannily spot on as Shaggy, of course. Yeah, Scooby Doo is a tired live action update, wrong, filled with lame jokes. Incorrect. It's hilarious. So uh, that's a crime. Lots of crimes that we're talking about this this episode. Yeah. Uh, once again, just an incredible job, Adam. Thank you. I think that this. Uh, was a great pitch to Matt Pat to do a film theory, and if he does, we're gonna sue his ass. Matt Pat, call like, us <laughs> like Disney uh, to a kid. Matt uh, Pat, call us. I'll I'll, I'll help. <laughs> Matt Pat, don't call us. Call we'll me. Call you. <laughs> we'll call you. <laughs> uh, so that was the, that was. This is the last episode. <laughs> this is the finale of the Great American Scream. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed, please follow on Spotify or. Rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe to us on Patreon and become a supporter of the show. It means so much that people do that. We have tons of different tiers that allow you early access to episodes, access to Patreon-only polls, and just like discussion and behind-the-scenes material from the show. Uh, Oh, yeah, this outline outline will be going on the Patreon. (laughs) Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, Adam, can you pick up our social medias, please? Uh, yeah, you can check us out on Facebook at The Great American Scream or more frequently on Instagram and Twitter at Great Scream Pod. Uh, please send us your pitches for attractions for Spooky Islands. And also, if you have a better name for the Spooky Hotel, please tell us. Uh, yeah. You can tweet at us or post using the hashtag TGAS. And as always, if there is something that you would like to hear about on the show, you can tweet it at us or post because uh, your suggestion may become a topic for a future episode. Yes, special thank you goes out to Adam. Adam. Thank hey, you. <laughs> thanks to Adam. Uh, special thank you goes out to Michael Segudo for doing the disclaimer at the beginning of the show, as well as to Stevie Viola, who does the intro and outro music. He has a ton of great music, including cool video game remixes that you can check out on YouTube. And a special thank you goes out to all of our patrons on the Man in the Fields level or higher. So thank you to Regina, Ben, Bree, Gale, Joyce, Brucker, Melinda, and Chris. I've been Devin Wright. I've been Adam O'Connell. And hopefully you have been spooked. Key Island. <laughs> Is that a good one, Adam? Yeah, yeah, that was good. You keep, okay. Yeah, leave that one. Don't go on the wooden roller coaster because there's no way to do it safely. 